it's Dr. Jenny, and I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Health Hacks Podcast. So this is where we talk about things that are really important to you. And uh, one thing that I think is really important to everyone is their metabolism. So I have titled this podcast, Is My Metabolism Working Properly? And so let, let's start with why I wrote this article and did this, I'm doing this blog and podcast on this topic in the first place. And that is because the two most common things that I hear in clinical practice is number one, I'm tired all the time. Number two, I can't lose weight. So of course you expect to hear these things from someone who is not making good lifestyle decisions. They are sitting on the couch watching TV for hours a day, eating chips and um, candy, and they're not active and they're not making good lifestyle decisions. They don't exercise. They eat a lot of fast food, etc. So I, I do run into that. And in that case, the, the most likely fix for that is to start with your lifestyle, to start making better decisions, eat good, clean foods, um, drink plenty of water, move your body, things like that. And, and that's more of an implementation issue than anything. But what I see a lot of times is people are doing those things. They are eating a good diet. They are active They are, but they still have these issues and they struggle. So, um, you know, if I, I always start with that question when I start working pe with people is, do you feel like your, your diet and lifestyle choices are leading you down a good path? And if they say yes, then I think, okay, well, then we need to really put on our thinking hat and ask, why aren't those things working the way they should be? I, I see this all the time. People, they're hardly consuming any calories. I, I mean, they're eating a thousand calories, 1200 calories a day, and they are still not, not losing weight and they're gaining weight and they're just, they don't have the results that they should. And then the, the consequence of that, unfortunately, is in a lot of cases, they just say, oh, this whole healthy lifestyle thing doesn't work for me. So I'm going to quit. And, um, you know, sometimes they're taking action on a plan that doesn't work for them. So a couple examples of this are someone that doesn't have a gallbladder. They decide to go on a high fat or sort of like a keto ish diet. And they don't realize that the gallbladder is what helps them um, assimilate fat properly. So without a gallbladder and without doing the things that would replace the function of a gallbladder, they, they might not feel so good. Or they're missing nutrients that help the, the oxidation of fat for energy. So they're eating a low carbohydrate diet. So they're not getting their energy from carbohydrates, but at the same time, they're deficient in um, something like carnitine or another, a different amino acid or chromium, or that they're missing any number of nutrients or um, antioxidants that they need for, to turn stored fat into energy and to run the energy production cycle. So when I see that, what I usually hear is my, my husband and I went on a diet together, a keto diet, and I watched him lose 50 pounds and I didn't lose anything. In fact, I gained a pound over the course of three months and I feel terrible. And that's because we, we didn't address, maybe it's the gallbladder or we didn't address the fact that they're not able to burn fat or they're missing some nutrients that help them create energy. So, um, any number of those things could be happening and 
that, that just means that it's really important that we find and fix those underlying issues so that they go on to get the results that that they need to do. So when doing the right thing fails to produce the expected results, we start asking the question why. And when it comes to feeling tired and not being able to lose weight, I automatically, first of all, I think of a full thyroid um, evaluation because I see this all the time and it, it's just, quite frankly, it's not being done properly. But if we do that and we find, hey, everything looks good, or right alongside it, we, we come along and, and evaluate a couple different things at the same time, we also start looking at the energy production cycle and the metabolism. So if, if you're not able to properly create energy or your metabolism is compromised, energy and weight loss become exponentially more difficult. So it's almost impossible to lose weight and feel like you have energy when your metabolism isn't working properly. So when you look at both a good full thyroid panel and evaluation and the metabolism together, then I think um, we can really start having a great conversation because the, the reason it's it's good to look at them together is because the the thyroid uses the metabolism to do its job. So the, the thyroid gland is, is sort of like a thermostat, if you will. It, it can control your metabolism, but you've got to have a functioning metabolism for that to, to be able to do its job. So they, they kind of partner up and, and work together. So it's important to know where is this, is this problem occurring? Do we have a, a well-functioning thyroid that's signaling all the right things? And, and then the metabolism just can't do the job because the mitochondria where um, energy is produced is, is not working and functioning properly? Or do we have a situation where that part's working fine, but it's the thyroid? Or the, the other choice is that we have issues on both sides of that, and we need to come along and fix each of those appropriately and address them, um, what we find. And so the good news is that if you connect with a functional health professional that understands these types of evaluations, it, it's these are things that you can pinpoint and take action to resolve. So you start asking different questions and coming at this with a different set of eyeballs and then you get some different answers and, and you put a, a plan together that quite frankly, when I talk about um, mitochondria and energy production with people, they've never thought about that before, but it's, it's a very foundational um, piece of, of what I do in, in the functional medicine world. And th that's what I do with my clients all the time. And I see so many people, they're able to reclaim their energy and their health and, and take back what they thought was lost. And it just gives them hope that, oh, I, well, I didn't know that. So how, how would I have known to address that and fix that if I've never even thought of my mitochondria or my metabolism or any of those things as, as the issue. And, um, I, I do see a lot of people that are frustrated because they've been to their doctors and they express concern over their fatigue, which is just a big fancy way to say you feel tired all the time and an inability to lose weight. And it never fails that they are given this advice. You need to change your diet. You need to eat better or eat less and exercise more. Okay. On the surface, that's good information. But we talked um, at the beginning of this episode about how, that, that might not be, implementation might not be the issue. They might actually be doing the things that 
the, the eating right and the exercising and all that. And it's just something else. If, if your thyroid and metabolism are healthy, the, the changing your diet and the exercise plan will work if a person sticks to it. But if the thyroid or the metabolism are compromised and they're not doing their jobs the way that they should, this doesn't always work. You can be doing all the quote unquote right things and still not making, making the kind of progress you want because there's something missing in the, in the process that needs to be addressed. So, um, you know, people, they go to their, their doctors and then they get some labs run and, but they're not measuring the thyroid properly or even looking at all at a person's ability to produce energy. So if you um, want to see the pictures of what those kind of tests look like, you can visit my blog, which is drjenny.com slash blog. And there is an article uh, with the same name as this, is my metabolism working properly? And I, I put the tests that I run, I show, um, you know, a typical thyroid screening, for example, measures one number and it's like, boom, here it is. But I, the one I have, there's 11 different reference points. So what do you think, where do you think you get the most accurate analysis and assessment to really know what's going on in your thyroid? Obviously, when you run all of the things, you get more clarity around that. So you know, oh, well, the thyroid really is a problem. They just didn't look at the right things to tell me that. So once we know what's going on with the thyroid, we start to take a good look at energy production and the energy production cycle. This process of creating energy takes place in, um, in the cell, in the mitochondria or the powerhouse of the cell. And you might be remembering that from biology class that it's like the little powerhouse where all the energy is created. Um, it, it's called the mitochondria. And I have a picture of that on the blog too, as well, if you want to see that. The, the fancy name for this energy production cycle is, is called the citric acid cycle, or you might um, re hear it referred to as the Krebs cycle. That's how I learned it. I think the newer term for it is citric acid, and uh, but I learned it as the Krebs cycle. And um, I put a picture on that and uh, on my blog. But you, you don't really need to know the ins and outs of that to know that that's where energy production happens. And it's very detailed. And that here's another thing that's like big picture type stuff. In order for someone to be able to produce energy in that mitochondria, there's certain nutrients that are required. And, and these are very important nutrients like B vitamins, B1, 2, 3, um, some other B vitamins, magnesium. Iron is, is super important. And guess what the number one nutrient deficiency in women of childbearing ages? You got it. It's iron. So how many women are walking around, they're low on iron and they, they feel tired all the time and they go and they get their iron tested and it comes back. Oh, well, it, it's a little bit on the low side, but it's in the normal range. Well, that normal range, you can be in that on the low end of that normal range and still not have enough to power this energy production cycle. So when you look at iron levels functionally of like, hey, I know that the, the lab says 35 is the bottom number for iron, but really it's 85. That's, that's a functionally healthy level. So there's a lot of room between 35 and 85 and, and women are getting labeled as 
oh, everything looks fine down in the 40s and 50s, but really they don't have enough iron to power this um, this nutrient or this energy production cycle. So you start looking at labs differently. You start looking at them functionally instead of just, okay, well, you know, most people will fall into this standard reference range of 35 to, you know, being on the bottom with iron, but that doesn't mean it's healthy. That just means that's where most people will fall. And then when you realize that most women, a number of women are low on iron, then, then you see why this, this starts to break down. And then um, we also look at things like CoQ10. CoQ10 is extremely important in the production of energy. Um, it, it feeds into the electron transport chain, and that's ultimately where ATP or energy, ATP is um, a big fancy name for energy and that that's created in the mitochondria. But when you're deficient in, in any of these nutrients, whether it's the Bs or magnesium, iron, CoQ10, any of those nutrients, if you're deficient in those things, suddenly energy production doesn't work as well as it's supposed to. And what, what that feels like to a person is tired, sluggish, unable to lose weight, things like that. And, and I have a big picture of that um, Krebs cycle or, or citric acid cycle on, on this blog too, if you're the kind of person that, you know, you want to go back and, and look at that too. So then if we also um, look at this energy production cycle, we, we know that fatty acids or the fats we eat in our diet or take supplementally, like a good fish oil supplement or um, eating salmon or walnuts or flax seeds, things like that, th those things should break down in, in order to create energy. That, that process is called beta oxidation. That, that is a much better way for us to get energy, turning fat into energy rather than waiting on the next hit of a carbohydrate to get a high of energy. Like if you feel like, oh, I really need a candy bar because I'm tired and dragging, you're relying on carbohydrates for energy. What, what your body should be doing is constantly over time, if you're not taking in carbohydrates. You're not dripping yourself carbohydrates all day, which is not a good idea, by the way. You should be able to take stored fat and turn it into energy. That's if you've heard the term being in ketosis or um, metabolically flexible or fat adapted, those terms, that's what that means. That means your body has the ability to take stored fat and turn it into energy. That gives you a much more stable energy that that gives you the kind of energy that's all day energy not the kind that you get a big rush after you eat lunch and then at three o'clock you feel like you have to put your head down on your desk and take a nap or lay on the couch and take a nap whatever the case might be that's we don't want that we want to be able to use fat for energy this is especially problematic if you're trying to lose weight and you can't tap into stored fat for for energy because we simply cannot burn the fat that we want to get rid of, right? So if we're trying to lose weight, we want to lose fat. And if you can't burn that, um, it, it's hard to do that. In, in that process, that beta oxidation process, magnesium, B2, and certain amino acids, um, specifically carnitine, contribute to a situation where we can't burn fat for energy. So if, if we look at, there, there's a test we can do, it's called an organic acids test, and we can look at um, 
it's done via the urine. It's a urinary collection. We look at urinary metabolites. Um, there's some markers on there called adipic and subaric acid. And we can start looking at when those things are high, we know that they're not this beta oxidation, this fat burning for energy isn't going as well as it should. So then we, we, we also pair that with a, a look at their nutrient levels and we go, Oh, well, they're not, they don't, they have really low magnesium or their B vitamins are really low. So that's not happening. Or carnitine is really low. And so we, we circle back, we say, Oh, this isn't happening, right? It needs these nutrients. Ooh, these nutrients are low. Let's go ahead and address why those are low. Are they not consuming in their, in their diet? Are there, is their digestion compromised where they're not really consuming and breaking down anything they eat because their, their digestion is, is really not as, as good as it can be. So we, we look at that. So we know how to help and we know how to address the root cause of, of the situation. So I also put that, um, that test on the blog too. So there's just some pictures so you can see how all this looks and feels. And hopefully you can see how important that Good, a good analysis is when you're struggling with low energy and or weight loss. It's not as simple as, oh, here, just take some B vitamins or here, um, you know, here's a magic weight loss pill or something like that. We, we really do want to look at the metabolism as a huge piece of this puzzle. And I feel like it very often gets overlooked. We know in, in our heart, we know that it's important, but we're, we're just not seeing it being properly evaluated. And so by looking at that whole picture, we start to shine a light exactly on, on what's going on so that the results come quicker and are based on your unique makeup and your situation. I, I, I feel like doing this analysis is really what helps someone who has quote unquote tried everything. And they're, they're just so frustrated because they're about to just give up on this whole healthy lifestyle and, and diet and exercise thing because they feel like, well, it doesn't matter what I do. It's not working. And you, you really don't want to do that because that, then you just keep digging that hole. Um, you, you really want to figure out why isn't this working and what are the missing pieces of the puzzle? So I, I hope that that is, um, that this adds a lot of value to you because I do speak to people every day about this and, um, this is the way that I know to help. And it, it really does help so many people when they connect with that. Um, so if, if you have a question about that or, you, you want to reach out to me and ask, Hey, how do I get more information on that? What does that look like? Visit my website, drjenny.com, D-R-J-E-N-I.com. And there's a little free consultation button. Um, you can look at the, the schedule and, um, I can reach out to you and give you a call and we can talk about it. If, if this kind of analysis would, would benefit you and you can tell me what's going on and I can listen to you and, and try to help. So, um, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Um, I love talking about this because it's so powerful. So thanks for listening.